This is Inside Purple and Gold. Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. Jace Frederick, Dame Mizutani, Odyssey's Vikings podcast, talking purple heading into the 2022 season, which starts on Sunday. We will have a reaction just hours after that game against Green Bay. So if you want to make sure that you're hearing it, it's in your phone, whether that be Sunday night, Monday morning on your drive to work, uh, follow, subscribe, whatever you need to do to make sure that this podcast is in your phone when it is time to listen and look back on what just happened in week one. Um, we're looking forward to it, Dane. It's the start of a season that I think has a lot of different potential results. We've talked about that before. Like There are a lot of different turns this season could take, but let's get into it. Uh, where do you think this thing goes? Uh, there, What's the Vikings record? How does it all play out in your mind as we sit here just five days away from the start of the regular season? Chad Graff had him at 11 wins. Chad had him at 10 wins. 10 wins. I, I I think 10 wins. I was going through the schedule this morning. 10 wins, I think, leaves wiggle room for the possibility of 11, but also the possibility of 9. But I think there's 10 wins in, in this schedule. And I looked at it, kind of broke it down. Like The six games before the bye, I had them at 4-2. and two. I won't bore everyone and go through game by game with this schedule. But I think they're 4-2 and two before the bye in Week 7. I think, however, they go about doing that. Like, I personally think they're going to beat Green Bay this weekend at home in, in the season opener. I think if you don't, like, you could convince yourself that they could beat Philly on the road in on Monday night. Whatever. Four and two, I have them at coming out of the bye. And then I see six wins after that. Like, I, I, I think this is a 10 and seven football team. I think if you could steal a game... That's going to be tough. I think if you can steal the game at home against Dallas, as I think Dallas is going to be pretty good this year. Dallas also beat you with Cooper Rush last year at home. So I think if you can steal that game, you could maybe get to 11. I think that is the kind of magic game. Will they be at 10? Will they be at 11? But I see them 10 and 7. I think 10 and 7 gets you to the playoffs in the NFC. I think if you're a 10 and 7 football team, you're losing in the first round. That's where I see the Vikings at this year. I see them as a, as a fringe playoff team that gets in and loses in the first round, but I have them at 10 wins. Okay, I have a similar end result. I do have it at nine, um, nine wins. I still think that's a playoff team. If you just look at the NFC and the lack of depth in it, frankly, there are a fair amount of bad teams in the NFC. Um, nine and eight, I think, gets you into the top seven. Maybe it's a tiebreaker situation. So you could be in that seven, eight spot, maybe on the outside looking in, maybe maybe on the inside, just on the random tiebreakers of maybe you played that team. Maybe it's something NFC record, which just kind of stinks. Um, but I I just think that I have a lot of question marks where like that's why I find myself in the middle. That's where I find myself flooding around 500 with this team because I'm not sure like the idea that week one is going to come and they are going to have a new offense and Kevin O'Connell is going to have installed everything and the defense is going to be installed just the way they want it. Um, to me against the green Bay team that has a lot of continuity back. Uh, like that's why I think those games might be tough. Um, I think like when you just look at general continuity and stability and who's more familiar with what they're doing on the field, it's probably going to be green Bay. Um, even with like a young wide receiver core. So like, I think those games might be tough to win. They might take some lumps early. I do in general believe, that this team will, towards the end of the season, be playing better football. Um, I think I think I I probably do believe that Kevin O'Connell is going to get this thing going on the right track. That by the end of the year, this offense is going to be in pretty good shape, and it all depends on health, right? Like it, if Adam Thielen goes down, if Darius Smith goes down, if Daniel Hunter go down, if all three of those guys miss a game, I don't like Minnesota's chances to win said game. Uh, but 
judging from the fact that maybe they have they lose one of those guys, like in general, I like this team. I feel like where it's going to go. I think if they make the playoffs at nine and eight, while I don't know if they would beat like the Rams, um, I think they would be a team you wouldn't want to face. Um, but that's the biggest thing. Like I said, like, is this team just playing better at the end of the year than it was at the start? Does it feel like they're getting better week to week? I think that will be the case, but I wouldn't be surprised if a slow start happens whatsoever. I think that could be almost likely. Um, especially with a defensive group that was so bad a year ago and there's so much to overhaul and the offense, there's, there's just a new look to it. So it might take a little bit. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. And frankly, like I just can't get over the hump that nine and eight's kind of about what Kirk Cousins has done in his career. And I know that comes down to a lot of other pieces, but just what I've seen it so many times, I'm going to need to see it go the opposite way before I believe it. Let me ask you this. I'll take Is no there a world? <laughs> I'm just here. So I don't get fined. Um, is there a world that things just go completely sideways in Green Bay? Do you no. think that's possible? Or do you think when you have Aaron Rodgers, like you're just going to be above high 500 no matter who's around you? Like, do you think that thing could go so bad there that, that the Vikings have a chance to win the division? I think the Vikings, if they win this division, will have to have earned said division. Um, I think they'll have to win at least 11 games because I can't see Green Bay winning fewer than 10. Um, Aaron Rodgers, by all accounts, is very motivated this year. Um, yes, the wide receiver core is like the question mark, but what else is? I mean, David Bakhtiari is supposed to be playing week one. Uh, we'll talk about that bad that potential matchup with Darius Smith on Thursday. But like, I think a lot of things are coming up Green Bay. Uh, the defense is supposed to be very good. Uh, Matt LaFleur has had nothing but very good results in Green Bay. So I don't mm -hmm. see the path to like, aside from like Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, I don't really see the path to Green Bay being bad. So I think if Minnesota is going to win this division, and maybe we should touch on like percent chance Minnesota wins the division because we both just described it as wild card. So like maybe like percent chance you give them um, or that could come Thursday, whatever you want. But I think like it's going to take 11 or 12 to win the NFC North. Um, and I don't see it going any other way. Do you think differently? Do you think Green Bay could go pear shape for them? No. And, and that's why I bring this up because I think that's like, we live in Minnesota. You live in River Falls, Wisconsin, but you yeah, basically live in Minnesota. You're here enough. I think that's like the optimistic view this year of like, oh, well, Rogers lost at Devontae Adams. Like, I'm definitely not like underselling how big of a loss that is because right. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league to me. And I think people are saying, well, it was kind of a rocky off season with the Packers and Rodgers. And like, is this getting, gonna, is this marriage going to go bad? But the I reality think that's is, the this is exactly way less rocky off season than last off season, right? A hundred percent. And so like, I think maybe it's just like the people that I hang out with and here, like insulate myself with like, oh, you know, Green Bay could take a step back this year. And while I think they could, like the more I think about it, like, why, why do we think that like just because Devonte Adams left? I think we've seen Aaron Rodgers reach the, the level of quarterback play, the hall of fame level of quarterback play where it really doesn't matter who's around him. Right. We used to see it with, with Peyton Manning when he made Austin Colley, the best receiver in the league before Austin <laughs> Colley had a concussion. You saw it with, with obviously Tom Brady in, in, in new England. He never had good weapons. I think we're going to probably be looking at it. Like by the end of this year, like, wow, Alan Lazard's a really good receiver. Like, Maybe he's not. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is just really good at, at, at throwing guys open. All of that's to be said. Like, no, I don't think Green Bay is taking a step back. And I, I put the percent chance that, like, let's just do it now. Like, the Vikings win the division. Like, I think it's like 15%. Like, I think everything needs to go right for them, and some things need to go wrong for Green Bay. 
because I don't think there's a world where everything goes wrong for Green Bay. So I don't think the Vikings can be banking on like, oh, we're going to win 10 games and Green Bay is just going to fall off a cliff here. I think Green Bay is going to be good. I think if the Vikings want to win the division, they're going to have to be better. So I I 15%, and I think that could even be lower, honestly. Like, that's Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings have never beat him. I'll go 25 just because literally it's one, it's first one team. Like I don't see the other two teams like having any contention for it at all. So, so now we're talking about, Hey, maybe Aaron Rodgers misses five games, you know, stuff like that. Uh, 25%. And then frankly, like, yeah, I mean, my best case scenario for Minnesota, everybody's healthy. Everything shows up. So Darius Smith and Daniel Hunter are dominant forces. Like the offense is just humming from week one with all the weapons. Like, that's like 12 wins to me um, because even if the defense is good, it's going to be like 13th maybe, and they're still going to have to win some shootouts. So you're going to lose games still, I think. Just looking at the schedule, I think 12 is very generous. And Green Bay could still win 13. Um, so that's where I've got it at like 25 tops. Um, yeah, unlikely. But it doesn't mean that I don't like the Vikings this year. I just think Green Bay will also be very good. I think it's very possible, and I'm, I'm predicting it, and you're predicting it, that the North just sends two teams to the playoffs. Um, yeah. And like I said, for me, it's all about how it happens. How does it play out for Minnesota? Um, and I think it's going to go the right way because I think Kevin O'Connell will get the ship heading in the right direction. Uh, that just might not equal like year one incredible success. And I don't think it has to either. Yeah. And, and like like 15% to win the division does not like I'm still on record saying I think they're going to win 10 games. I think it's going to be a pretty good season in Minnesota. I just think the optimistic view of like from a Minnesota Vikings fan perspective of, well, the green Bay Packers are going to be worse this year. That's just hoping you're just hoping they're going to be worse this year because there's nothing really that says they're going to, they still have Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day. We're not going to get too deep into like total NFL, like how good is every team going to be this year, but we let's just throw out super Bowl predictions for the record. Um, look at it right now. Super Bowl Sunday. Who's playing? Who's winning this game? We neither one of us think it's going to be Minnesota. We both put it on record first round exits. Uh, but who do you got, Dane? I was actually doing this this exercise in my head yesterday for fun because, but um, okay, I have Patrick Mahomes beating Trey Lance in this in okay. in the Super Bowl. I have the Kansas City Chiefs beating the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. I think people are starting to write off Mahomes and just be like, "Oh, Mahomes is." is you know, he's not, is he the best quarterback in the league anymore? I think we're forgetting how good he is because of how good he was for the first three or four seasons of his career. And I think Trey Lance can, can really, really unlock some things in, in that San Francisco offense. I think the sky is the limit for them. Uh, that Those are the two teams I see getting to the Super Bowl. And I see Patrick Mahomes beating this time Trey Lance after beating Jimmy Garoppolo the other. You know, it's funny with Patrick Mahomes, like he was unstoppable in the playoffs last year. And then he throws that one overtime interception against Cincinnati, and then that's it. It's like, you know what? He's maybe the third best quarterback in the NFL. Maybe it maybe doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know, does Allen. not make sense. No, it doesn't at all. Nope. I'm totally with you on that. Uh, he was absolutely phenomenal up until that point. A couple rough spots during the year, but you kind of expect that. Um, I'm going to go with another team in the AFC West coming out. I'm going to say that the Las Vegas Raiders advanced to the Super Bowl. I wow. am on record as being a pretty big Derek Carr supporter. Um, I think just people around the league, like players think that Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. There's a reason for that. Uh, I, I think now that we have a Devonte Adams there, like I think we could really see 
Derek Carr take off and have an MVP type caliber season. And maybe I'm wrong, uh, but the hope I guess that people have for Kirk Cousins, I think there's more hope maybe even for somebody like Derek Carr and experiencing that type of boom. Um, and with Josh McDaniels there, with Devontae Adams there, it could all come up Derek Carr. Um, and I don't mind that roster at all. I think that this is a team that made the playoffs last year, um, making an even deeper push. Derek Carr has kind of like that career ascension. But they do lose to, I think it's going to be the Rams again, because I just don't like the NFC that much. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. there's a lot of great teams there. I think when you have Sean McVay, you have Matt Stafford in the second year of this system. I don't see any reason why it takes a step back. Remember, like, they in the Super Bowl, they had Cooper Cup and nobody else at wide receiver. Um, now they get Allen Robinson, who I know was terrible last year, but it really looked like the dude has just been checked out. All the reports are positive there that he's had a really good camp and they really like him there. So if Allen Robinson's Allen Robinson, and now you compare him with Cooper Cup, I think this offense could be equally explosive. I think the defense without Von Miller might not be quite as good, but might not have to be in this NFC because there's so many question marks in the conference. And then one game, Rams versus Raiders, I would take the Rams. Wow. I, I, hey, if that's the case, I'm calling my shot on the Vegas Raiders. Yeah, you, you really just second tour of duty on more successful. Double down, not even double down. You've tripled, quadrupled down on Derek Carr. Buy all the Derek Carr stock this year. This was a playoff uh, team a year ago. They had what Dane considered to be the best receiver in the NFL. They make what I think a lot of us consider to be a head coaching improvement. They made the playoffs in a year and where their head coach got fired in the middle of the season or resigned, whatever the case is. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And while, while I said, wow, kind of just reflexively there, like who made the Super Bowl of the AFC last year? Joe no, Burrow. Yeah, so, exactly. it, you know, like it's possible to go on a run. The Raiders do have a pretty solid defense, too, as far right. as, you know, Max Crosby and adding Chandler Jones to that front. Uh, we won't get too deep into the NFL, but yeah, I think like it's possible. I, I like my guy Patty more than than Derek Carr, though. Yeah, well, I'm not saying that Patrick Jones is not a superior quarterback to Derek Carr. Real quick, and then we'll wrap this up. But when we talk about like make the playoffs, and this has always kind of been the hope that I think is maybe I don't know. It, it's what like Vikings ownership holds on to, but I get it. Is if you make the playoffs and you give yourself a shot. Like heading into the playoffs last year, who picked the Bengals to come out of the AOC? Almost yeah. no one. But you get into these dances, uh, and frankly, the Bengals almost lost to the Raiders in the wild card weekend. And then they almost lost to Tennessee almost. in the divisional round. And then they almost and then lost they... to Kansas City. And then they almost won the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. it, it's such a tight thing. Like the Rams won the Super Bowl. They almost lost to the Bucks in the divisional round. And then they almost lost to the 49ers in the conference title game. Like it's mm-hmm. razor thin. So if you just get in there, you give yourself a chance. And that's the thing with the Vikings too. Like we see they've got like the playmakers, I think, um, to where you do not want to face them in a one and done situation. And that's probably where like the Wilfs looked at it and said, I think we can do this. I don't. I think there's a potential here to be a Super Bowl team. We might disagree, but I understand the logic because we watch the playoffs play out every year, and it's like I didn't see that coming, or wow, did you like what an upset? Because every team, once you get to that point, is so close um, that it really can break your way. You now, some would say, "Hey, the Rams actually had a better team," um, and I would agree with that. They had probably what what looked more like a Super Bowl roster. And so that's why those little things went their way. But I don't know. Uh, Things can break the other way really easily. So I understand when a team says, I think we can be a playoff team and then we'll get in there and we'll take our shot. Anything to add, Dane? No, you've, you've, you've stunned me silent with, with your, with your pristine logic. I no, I honestly, like when you, when you brought up the Raiders, I thought it was kind of crazy five minutes ago. You've talked me into it, 
And uh, you've, you've also talked me into the idea that maybe the Vikings are in the right mindset that like, this could be okay. If, if we just get there, I will, I think the Vikings can get there. I think you agree. The Vikings can get there to the playoffs while we both picked them to lose in the first round. Like at the end of the day, like string a couple wins together and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. So yeah, I mean, do I think it was the right decision? I'm not sure anymore because like your logic is so flawless. And, and, and I believe, yeah, you, 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 you've got me all turned around, Jace. You've stunned me silent. I'm not like, I still think they made the wrong decision, but I just wanted to point out the other side of the coin. Like I understand the logic of here's why it made sense to do this. Um, and, and it exists. Like there are two sides to every argument in this situation. I get it. Um, I'm still on the other side of the fence. But I understand the the idea of wanting to approach the season this way and seeing how it plays out. We can't wait to see how it plays out. Um, this, like we've said, it can go a million different ways, um, and we are so close to seeing the very beginning of it. And even from week one, it can go it can go left or right, um, as we've seen with many teams many times. But anyway, Thursday preview episode for the Green Bay game. Uh, we are just days away now from the start of the regular season. Stick around with us. Subscribe, follow this podcast. Make sure you're getting every episode of Inside Purple and Gold as we preview. Week one, and then we take you through the entire season. For Dame Zutani, I'm Jace Frederick. This has been Inside Purple and Gold. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.